Greetings fans, welcome to another edition of Shy Lounge and a uh, long-awaited edition of Shy Lounge. I am the sensational one, Shinblade, and this here is... Oh, you're not going to introduce me, i got to introduce myself? I, I'll let you introduce yourself, it's been a long time, they want to hear your voice. I Maybe I don't talk a lot, that's a darn lot. I'm Mika Villas. Yes, they're vivacious, red, voluptuous, Mika Villas. There's a bunch of V's, okay. Yeah, we could we could make something out of that. Let's not not right now. This is there's there's so much happening in the world. Let's yeah, not make yeah, that. we uh we did a Black Lives Matter episode last, and um you know I had to let a lot off my chest and off my mind, and um, unfortunately we had to record that twice because was it twice? It felt like three times. The, the first time, the first time was very faulty, so I had to change apps and get another one, and I let off I let my load off pretty early. Oh. How we're starting the show, well, with I, innuendos and, and these words. Well, let's be let's be honest. We haven't uh, been we together. Haven't it. We haven't we done haven't, it a long time. Yeah, we haven't been together in a while, and yeah. you know, over the past uh, number of weeks, there have been a lot of entanglements and some wop going on. Wow. Yeah, about that. And I I I, I hope that fifty or more percent of the shy lounge audience or whoever's listening knows what the wop and entanglement is what i mean i i, I hope that y'all know what it means but also know that it's all ridiculous and that you're smarter and more refined enough to just keep going past the bs yeah pretty much you know don't get entangled unless you're in a relationship in an actual full-blown relationship don't get entangled. You get entangled in a rope, in a snare, if you're some wild animal. It's the only time you get entangled. You get entangled if your hair gets caught in a zipper or something. Or bondage. Some people are into that. Some people are into getting tied up. I got a friend who can uh, tell, who can show me videos of that. Uh-huh. You fix yourself and say tell. Uh-huh. Show you videos. Quote-unquote videos. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, he does photography for stuff like that. So, uh, it's a hot whore summer this summer. Oh, what? Remember Just, hot girl summer last summer? Did you say hot whore? Entanglements and that what? I don't even know where we're going with any of this right now. Why has it got to be a whore? It just can't be. I mean, it's a COVID summer. COVID summer means wear your mask, wash your ass, and wear a mask. That's it that's the summer that will be the next mika villa shirt wash your ass and wear a mask i can't even take credit for that i, I saw i saw hurricane helms like post that when he was selling masks so good lord hurricane does it first all the time hurricane does it a lot first <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been a lot of places let's not even go there uh, it was just a hurricane uh coming through it was just a uh, hurricane isaiah's that was here last week yes yeah and josephine is coming soon First well, pardon the pun on that one. I mean, it's coming up soon. 
figured the man would blow his load first and the poor girl's got to come second. I mean... Oh, wow. <laughs> you started this. I just... Yeah. Uh, important lesson to be learned, fellas. Let the woman come first. I got nothing. I yeah. just nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's true, though. No, we... This is is this what we're talking about? I, I thought we were talking wrestling. No, we just well, we can talk about entertainment also. This, this is not is, just a wrestling podcast. We do this we do is talk about turn into a life podcast. There's wrestling, there's sexual innuendos, there's weather, and um, Black Lives Matter. I mean, we got. Well, that was the last episode. I mean, do they not still matter? Yeah, it's exactly. still, it, you know, it still does. And justice for Breonna Taylor. The killers have not been caught, but everybody else. Oh no, been, they haven't been arrested. We know who killed her. They haven't been prosecuted. Yeah, we use that one too. Um, anyway, it's been a while, so uh, we both been having very, very busy schedules, and I wanted to um, do this, do a couple episodes alone since uh, Mika Villas could not make it. But people like Mika Villas, what? so What's wrong with you guys? I had to, you. I had to hold out a little bit, and um, I didn't want to go. Keep it to yourself. Huh? You have to keep it to yourself. Well, honestly, there was a subject that I wanted to have uh, talk about, even though it happened what late June, I think. Late June. Uh, and that was um, a a dubious trend, or should I say, subject in indie wrestling as well as professional wrestling, and that was the speaking out movement. Mm -hmm. And it, I find it to be very important, and I didn't want to do an episode by myself because it would sound so one-sided, whether I'm for and against. And um, I really wanted you to speak up on that, and uh, if there was a way, if I knew how to Zoom or uh, Skype or whatever, we could have done that while it was still hot, but so it's still pretty, going on. So pretty much you need to get up on technology because it's really simple, but... I digress. Oh, okay. I mean, you you said it. Well, I, I mean, it. I mean, I'm I'm one of those guys who uh, I've been asked Stone to do. Tablets. I've been I've been asked to do uh, Zoom interviews and um, you know the I Skype like you interviews. Have a pager. Do you still have a pager? It's somewhere in storage. I knew it. I got a clear pager from oh, Smartbeep. God, it's been inactive for years though. Shout out to the pagers. Oh, no, don't I shout out to pagers. I had one in high school. I wasn't a drug dealer, though. If you have to throw a disclaimer out there, I mean... You but know. that's what people assume. It's like either your doctor or a drug dealer. One of one the two Ds. Double Ds. That. I mean... You don't. I mean, you don't. Did you have a pager back in the day? No. Okay. All right. So, so um, the the uh, speaking out movement, which is uh, still, to me, is still going on. It's just not as hot as it was when it was first out in late June. I won't say it's not as hot. I'll say that you don't have as many cases. Um, people sharing their stories because once people started to open up and share what was happening to them, uh, speaking out about various um, behaviors and things that happened, then it became kind of uh, the internet, wrestling, Twitter especially, had a safe haven to kind of express and share um, things that happened to them. So a lot of... Um, so what happened, Mika? I, I'm, I'm giving it an, in a kind of a, a general. nutshell general here because a lot, a, a very, a, a huge amount of things happened. Um, a lot of independent wrestlers, um, male and female, 
were called out on their inappropriate behaviors, whether there would be people who um, could allegedly take advantage of young women, young men, young children in the business. Um, uh, mental abuse errors came um, were, were exposed. Physically, people who were physically abusing people became exposed. Just, I mean, you think of you think of wrestling and you think you know just kind of in the ring. But there's a lot of things that happen um, from training and backstage and travel and during shows, after shows, and what have you. So a lot of um, famous people are now infamous in wrestling circles for their bad behavior. Some of them quietly went away. Mm -hmm. Some of them apologized. Um, some of them got dirty in fighting back and, and kind of rebuffing what was said um, about them. And um, you you mentioned that is it was late June that this kind of happened. And one of the one of the quote unquote top stars of the speaking out movement in an infamous sort of way was Joey Ryan. Um, he was like number one. And well, David Starr was he and David Starr both were. Well, I'm talking that, about on the heinous list. I mean, again, neck and neck, he and David yeah. Starr. Um, they were one one res disrespectfully, I guess. Um, Mr. People are not even saying his name. That's how much they're saying. Instead of saying Joey Ryan, they're saying like. Rowie Dryan or whatever they're, oh, they're taking goodness. a J and R. <laughs> I mean that's how much they don't want to speak this man's name, but he has popped back up recently on Twitter. Um, really? Yeah. I know. He, I know he had a video like, like yesterday. Uh, okay, yesterday. I haven't been on Twitter uh, much lately due to my personal busy schedule, but I know there was a video that he put out like an hour long or something, and I didn't watch it, but uh, Again, people ripped on it. He, I mean, to, to name names in case you forgot or just weren't aware, you can go back and you can look up the hashtag speaking out. You can look and see that people came um, and said what their experiences were with Joy Ryan, with David Starr, with Dave Chris, um, with some people weren't named, but there were implications. Michael Elgin. Michael Elgin. Um, Sammy Callahan was named, um, uh, just, uh, gosh, there, there was so many honestly heartbreaking stories, um, because, uh, there were people who were trainers and, uh, a trainer is a teacher and yes. for lack of, you know, better words, someone who teaches you the business, teaches you the skills that you need to go on, um, as a professional wrestler and, this is someone who you trust not with just your mental but your physical well-being um, as they teach you these things there were trainers who were um, accused of doing things that you would just shudder to think that you know you're paying someone to teach you and they're taking advantage of you mentally and physically and trying to sexually assault you it's just it's horrific. Um, there are lots of women in the business who came forward and said about how they felt um, harassed and unsafe in locker rooms because, um, for those of you who don't know, guys and girls in a wrestling usually share the same space for changing clothes. Um, you know, in, in certain venues. In, in a lot of venues. 
um, and they're you know backstage waiting for their matches so they're literally shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder and uh, um, if you've ever seen a movie or perhaps you've been an athlete yourself in a a, a boys locker room there's you know lots of um, genitalia De- jokes and debauchery and uh, tomfoolery um, I would say college humor I forget what it, what it really it, is it's toilet humor is what it is American um, pie I could say that I mean, but again, yeah, well, a lot of that, that sort of behavior, um, has happened where people have felt uncomfortable, men and women, where someone is, you know, trying to force someone to touch them or put their genitalia in someone else's face, just various forms of harassment where, you know, it's not okay, but it was forced and people kind of made it the norm where someone who felt this harassment had no felt that they had no recourse that they could not say anything because some of the people again doing this were quote unquote bigger stars Mm -hmm. where if you you know complain on a big star you're the troublemaker you're the problem it's a it's a us versus it's a uh, me versus them mentality right and and because they're big stars they have more more followers more friends they bring more fans influence and huge influence and they could literally um, have literally tried to and have uh, successfully uh, deterred someone's career and livelihood in the wrestling business based on the fact that someone might have stood up for themselves and they made an example and people again felt uncomfortable and unsafe but the speaking out movement gave people that um, that safe space that, that feeling that they could go forward and um, say what happened to them and to put these people basically on blast mm-hmm. and so you had story after story coming um, so similar for a lot of people that had a lot of things happen and, and were accused of things and um, I think for a while it cleaned wrestling up a lot of the um, abusers have removed or been removed from places that they worked a lot of companies have instituted changes where their rules against fans and performers um, doing unjust, unkind, un- sexual, mental, and physical abuse, you know, just won't be stood for. And in any workplace, any kind of harassment is not tolerated. But wrestling is a bunch of independent contractors or just a bunch of people who, while they may work for a company, those companies did not. Um, to that point, to this point, they weren't taking it serious for um, all their performance. But now a lot of places have instituted rules and there have been some changes. There's not a lot of companies running right now, but we'll see when wrestling is back to to the norm. Um, hopefully these rules in a place, in, in effect, in that people change. You know, the, the good old boy system should no longer be. That should have been gone a long time ago, and I find it funny. I find it funny that the Me Too movement was 2016 or 17 when that was present, and the Speaking Out movement was about two, three years later in wrestling. And you know, uh, one thing I say about my my podcast is that I do my podcast one on one, face to face with interviews so when I pitch to a female wrestler it it is a bit difficult because 
most of the time I can't interview at the venue because the mics pick up the sound of the ring and people practicing and talks and chatter and everything. So most of, so with me is that you know I I most and I'm I'm giving away a, a little tidbit um, when it comes to a featured female performer who is not of that uh, area or town. Most of the time I say, well, uh, wherever they staying at, let's go to a general location uh, where we can interview somewhere quiet so the mics don't pick up the sound and we can talk and have the session. And like you said, there's a lot of people around that are uh, predators in this in this uh, business of wrestling or wrestling media or whatever have you, pre wrestling production, that want to be close to the females or guys, whatever their taste is was and they want to have a more intimate feel to that uh target and myself personally that uh you know we all have crushes we all have people that you know we would like to go out and date or be with or whatever want to have you but it's a line it's a line between professionalism and person and most with my podcast i keep it mostly uh professional even though we joke a lot on here but when when it's recording, that's when the business starts and that's when the business ends. And um, honestly, with this internet generation, you know, uh, with me being a small person, uh, even in uh, in in business theory, me going up to somebody like um, a uh, recently released WWE women's superstar is their word is bigger than mine. Mm -hmm. So I can't. So, you know, for those who are upstarts and want to uh, have momentum and continue, you have to watch what you do as, as some, and watch what you say as far as DMs also. Uh, because there have been some dubious DMs on Twitter and on Instagram. Basically, don't be a poopy human. Like, well, don't be real. a dick. Like, that. the whole thing is, whatever you say to another person, you want to put into the, the mindset would I say this to, or would, when I want someone to say this to my mother, my sister, or my father, or my brother, or my child? You, you have to be human. And some of these folks were being inhumane. Um, and horny. I don't even want to say it's human nature for, like, lust or whatever. There's, there's a line. And you know when you cross the line. When you have to make... Um, arrangements or references to don't tell anybody or don't say anything if you have to say like oh my god don't tell anybody I said that or don't show anybody haha I'm gonna send you this picture don't show anybody if you have to do and be that kind of leech or lecherous person you know you've crossed a line and you should immediately stop apologize and stop being a dumbass part of my French well number one uh with the technical nature of uh, text, I will say text. I won't go in their DMs because I think DMs are supposed to be person. I mean, uh, professional. Uh, it's supposed to be very, very consenting to the point where you see both sides of the conversation that are consenting instead of just saying "How was your day?" Then infamous pick right there and coming out with that. But that that's a conversation. That's another conversation for real. But there was a lot of people that were gone. Joey Ryan uh, canceled himself with his cancel culture from Impact Wrestling. It was him, RVD, and um, Katie Forbes. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dave Chris, uh, OVE, I think that's no more. They imploded. 
Um, and well, no, Dave got. Dave was accused of a whole lot of bad stuff, and um, I'm talking about on TV. Well, on TV, yeah, that was already. This was in the midst they were breaking of the taping, down. Yeah. so a lot of things happened real fast, real quick. Um, um Michael Elgin, uh, Impact, um, you know, uh, recently surfaced. He was gone. Uh, Matt Riddle, he's still around. Matt uh, Riddle never left. Yeah. He, I, I, his investigation, I guess it cleared. Velveteen Dream, uh, his investigation cleared there, or whatever. No, see, here's a, here's the deal. There's no laws being broken unless some people file police reports. And um, unfortunately, a lot of these things that happened, um, a number of people did not file police reports because, again, this was such an acceptable behavior where it happens all the time and again just the sheer fear people had or maybe have um, based on this person could ruin my career or or something to that nature where no one you know stood up and said this is wrong I'm gonna call the police I'm going to say something so now a lot of it is his word or one word versus the other you know there's two sides they say to every story well there's you know riddle saying this this person saying that this person saying that so wwe will not quote unquote cancel especially when they just brought riddle up to the main roster and they were getting ready to push him to the moon they won't cancel him as fast as other indie promotions um, um and again a lot of places spoke talk talk but with COVID nobody could actually walk the walk you could say we're not going to book this person well you're not booking anybody right now <laughs> I, like for real the, the the real um the real test will be when wrestling starts up again in in mass quantity so to speak and you see these folks who were featured in speaking out who were called horrible horrible people if they show back up and if they're booked and what will the wrestling community do there are people who are supportive of those you know who um, spoke out and there were people who were against those who spoke out so it's, it's very it's very very selective when it comes to these um, I would say moral crimes if not if they're not filed with police reports because you know to me no means no period no that means not. Mean most people no should always mean no. It, it no means no. It in you know you have one person who's DMing this person. They get caught. They gone. But another person, it's like they're they're okay. Like we know that person. We can keep them. Mm -hmm. And I said the same thing about uh, the. Uh, I guess I could say famous, even though he's infamous to me. Uh, rapper Six Nine. You know everybody. He snitched on everybody. Which you know hip hop is a no snitching culture. But he delved himself into uh, gang life. This is off topic. He get he delved himself into gang life. But when it hit the fan, it was like, oh, I'm telling everybody just save me. Hmm. Not to mention also people embraced him because he got out of jail because of co prison because of COVID. Hmm. And then the fact is he's he has his uh, followers, his music, and everything. But people forget that uh, he's a sex offender. He had a 13-year-old when he was 18, 19 years old. But he's cool with us, quote-unquote. There's no us. And no, there's no us as far as you and me. 
but he's cool with us as far as the people that listen to him. And uh, you can get Jeffrey Epstein, you can get R. Kelly, but 6ix9ine, don't touch him. And, and I find that very, very idiotic. That's that double standard. That it is. You'll, we'll, we'll have to kind of play a wait and see to see what happens. Oh, and that, and that, and that uh, sex offender case, that's already been done. He got off with that. Well, not him. I mean, yeah. with people in the wrestling business. Yeah, and um, shout out to my man, uh, Black Thanos, Barrington Hughes. Um, you know, he, he's been very instrumental in a lot of it in spreading the word. And like I said, it is is um, not shocking to me because what uh, Mika said, you know, back in those locker rooms and sophomoric, especially in the bars, especially in the hotel parties that, uh, you know, wrestlers do. And it, it is funny to me because after when this whole thing was happening, I, I listened to Jim Cornette on YouTube and he did make some fine in as as bigoted as people say he is, he made some fine points comparing to the then and the now as far as uh, debauchery in the wrestling business. And I don't hold all his opinions. I don't give all his opinions weight. I find them entertaining. I find it funny. It's like some has a spark of negativity. Some have a spark of, uh, I would say positivity, of uh, being true and solid. But it's just Jim Cornette and you take him with a grain of salt or you just don't listen to him at all. Whole bottle of salt. Yeah, pretty much rock salt. Um, so so anyway, um, that's what I wanted to get Mika for because I will. I definitely love having a female point of view as far as the speaking out movements concerned. But there were some females that were on a list that was on a uh, Twitter account that soon got deleted afterwards. Um, and it was number one on the list, even though today is cloudy. But it was some sunny days on that list. Uh, part of that uh, that list that people were calling out for speaking out. Oh, Sunny, you mean? Don't say Sunny Days. It it confuses. Like there's a wrestler in Georgia named Sunny Days. Oh, really? Yeah. Then you have Sunny Kiss from a. No, 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 no. No. So when you 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 use Sunny Days, you could be using Sunny Days as a euphemism. It's like, wait, what? So you mean Sunny WWE Hall of Famer Sunny? That's what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, the Shawn Michaels uh, line back in 1997. Um, and then also, uh, the I think, I don't know if this was the first podcast that you've been on, but uh, your friend Tessa was on that list. Um, I'm not friends with her. Quote, unquote. Um, so, there um, there were females, again, as I, as I said. That were on the list and they were on there for the speaking out was about not just mental sexual or it was gatekeeping physical. also it was a lot of gatekeeping yes indeed and you know if you don't know the the tessa story and the sunny story they're almost kind of hand in hand where both of the women are sunny was gatekeeping too bully bully okay racist um yeah in a way, Sonny thinks she was gatekeeping. Um, so there is not just uh, women, you know, coming forward about men doing bad things. There, people do bad things. It doesn't matter, man or woman. Um, COVID does bad things. Yeah, yeah. People, <laughs> people are just seriously doing bad things, and it was like, okay, here are you know some women on the list. So yeah, I mean it. it I don't want to talk about 
Sonny and Tessa because they're bad people. Like, but yet, real. but yet, she got uh, fired for Impact Wrestling for holding the belt, and not sending footage. And WWE is interested in her and trying to bring her in. I mean, let's, last time what, I checked, what is her last name? Well, basically Blanchard. No, what is her last name? No, there's no basically. What is I say Blanchard. Name? Mm-hmm. And Blanchard versus what? In this age, day and age. Flair. Exactly. Uh, 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 it's not. This it's is all marketing. This is something that since she laced up a pair of boots, people have alluded to, have looked forward to. She was in the Mae Young Classic. Her attitude, and this is how you know it was bad. Um, she was part of the Mae Young Classic. That was almost an instant end to the WWE. Her attitude during that time that they were doing the Mae Young Classic uh, especially was so bad that the WWE passed on signing her. But why now? Her attitude is still the same. It has not changed. If anything, it's gotten worse. Um, allegedly. Yeah. We, we always got to throw that word out there in the business, media business. Allegedly. Yes. Um, so... WWE is only interested because there is no other major wrestling happening right now. She's no longer a part of Impact Wrestling. Not that they feel it impacts any competition. AEW's out here. They can't, quote-unquote, afford to maybe not pick her up based on the fact that name value alone, attitude, and name value, the name value outweighs the attitude. It does, and it's, and it's uh, entertainment, period. So, um, you know, like I said, you know, we're watching these shows of Impact having no audience, uh, All Elite having no audience, and then now GCW started doing, like, uh, shows uh, around, sparingly around with social distancing and masks in the crowd, which uh, a number of wrestling companies are going to follow in the coming months. And I, and I predicted this a couple weeks ago and said that we're going to have another year of this. Um, hopefully not, because um, if if still scheduled, if WrestleMania is going to be in Los Angeles, which I doubt, it's not going to be in Los Angeles. It will be in Orlando. It will be in Florida. Yeah, I know. I doubt that personally in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, because I wanted to go back to California, but um, wait a minute, it's going to be in Orlando. But did you hear about SummerSlam? The plans that they tried to do for SummerSlam? No. That they're going to try to put SummerSlam on a boat. That makes sense. Can't regulate water. And Florida, <laughs> off the coast of Florida, once you go X amount of miles, you're in international water. So again, no, yeah. no rules and regulations. So that yeah makes sense. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give a, a dubious shout out to Ron DeSantis. So. You gotta give a, a dubious shout out to Vince McMahon. He's a genius. He paid Florida. He owns Florida. He can buy some boats and go and do whatever the hell he wants to do. The yeah. man's. A billionaire, and while we hate his booking, he does what he wants to do, and a lot of us would love to do the same. Now, speaking of Vince McMahon, um, he no longer has the XFL. Hmm. Yeah. So COVID, COVID killed the XFL mm-hmm. again. Um, they got off, I guess, to a good start. Uh, because yeah, people were watching it. People were watching. People were interested. And uh, COVID said hello, 2020, and every sport <laughs> and every person in the world. Let me lay the smackdown. And um, COVID was like Thanos with the with the. Uh, COVID snapped his fingers, yeah. and yeah, a lot of us. People uh, died. And sports eradicated. Business was I shut mean, down. Just 
the world, the world came to a screeching halt. Literally, the world came to a screeching halt. So, uh, again, Vince sunk a huge portion of money into XFL, along with his investors and what have you, and with um, the season shutting down, this was, uh, it was already a crapshoot, but they lost money, pretty much, big time. And so they were going to auction off the the rights, the games, the names, and the teams, and what have you. Basically, the business, because it was sports. Believe it or not, like the NFL, it's a business. So XFL was a business. They were going to auction it off. And uh, before they did that, um, somebody who is a former wrestler, a former WWE champion. A former football player. A former football player from the U in Miami. Um, <laughs> gotta say where, you gotta do it like that. I don't know why, I just, listen, I lived in Florida for a bit and I, this is a Florida lesson that I learned the hard way. You don't say it right, somebody in Florida some action, I don't wanna get hit. Anyway, um, that's uh, along with his partners. One of his partners is his actually ex-wife. Yes, uh, Danny Garcia. And uh, another partner, they, uh, the trifecta came together and for the auction, they purchased the XFL. So, the, how much? Uh, is it fifteen million? Fifteen million. Dwayne The Rock. For those of you who refuse to call him Dwayne Johnson, is <laughs> uh, uh, now a um, the sexiest man in the world and the highest paid male actor. I didn't call him sexy, but he is now the owner, along with his partners, of the XFL. Yes, you heard it from Mika, and you heard it from the internets as well. I think it's been about a week. Um, shout out to Bobby Smurder. Um, Dwayne Johnson is actually being Spencer Strassmore in real life, playing out the end of Ballers. I did not see, but I, I understand the reference, because, you know, pop culture. Yeah, Ballers was a good show. I think they ran about five seasons on HBO, and it was just funny. It was like uh, The Rock and Denzel Washington's son, John David Washington, uh, which I like Black Klansman, which he done. And I'm waiting for another movie to come out from Christopher Nolan, which I will see. Um, and and he, he's purchased the XFL. I think personally, uh, even though we're talking sports right now, it's going to bring more interest because everybody likes The Rock, and people been writing, and if people could, they would write his name to be the next president of the United States besides Kanye West. And I mean, they could, they still can. There's nothing. I mean, they wrote Matt Hardy's name like last four years ago into the the U.S. presidency. Can you imagine a broken United States presidency? It can't be more broken than what we're in. Yeah, brilliant. Um. So so uh, he's being Spencer Strassmore in real life. I I am looking forward to this. Um, even though the NFL uh, this season, I think we're going to have no fans or few fans, but the production itself is going to create a lot of social distancing in the various stadiums. Uh, just like uh, Major League Baseball, they're, they're traveling around uh, with no fans <laughs> in the stadiums. Yeah, except for the Marlins players, about 15 of them caught COVID. Yes, they did. That, that just ended that season. Um, the NBA is back. Um the NBA is back. I haven't caught the games. I haven't seen the games yet. I'm I'm a little weary because you know what you say on the court and the feet and or the field is not really friendly to TV. And that's why again, they know that there are no fans. They understand that there are cameras and all that. I'm hoping that someone told them, hey, 
guys, language. You got to cut down on it. Because we'll get fined. But guess who started the no fans? Who started the no fans? Wrestling. Yeah, don't say. And people were joking. They said, I can't watch Raw. I can't watch SmackDown. I can't watch Impact with the no fans. And the numbers did not move. The numbers were the same for the Raws and the SmackDowns. Uh, I can't say AEW because they use their own uh, talent and staff to be in a crowd since day one, I think. Um, and a lot of people came to me and said, how you watch wrestling with no fans? I said, well, you have to adjust to it. You have to create an imagination in your mind, kind of like uh, the movie Hook. Imaginary fans, imaginary chanting, imagine who's over. And there you go. But guess what? Your sports don't have fans either. Well, man. You got to watch it at home and you got to order the DoorDashes, the Postmates, the um, You know who's the suffering, Grubhubs. though? The, the, the biggest sport that will not, well, so far, that is going to suffer is going to be college football. And they're pushing that back. They're, they're, they're pushing for that to happen. Two of the, um, I don't know, conferences are saying that, you know, we're going to have to wait to 2021. I think Big Ten. The Big Ten. And um, I think the, the Pac-10. Yeah, um, University saying, of Hawaii. Right now saying that, yeah, we're not going to push football, college football. That is literally, if not a billion, at least hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars right there um, that is not going to come to the table this year. Uh, and um, the other two conferences are, or the conferences are kind of like, eee! Well, you know, you got to look at football. I mean, you know, 12 men on the field, not a lot of social distancing, and you're cracking skulls and sweat and spit and blood. Not to mention the fans and uh, with their drinking and cheering. Cheering alone sends particles into the air. Oh, God. The, the, the The college atmosphere of football just creates the football game. I mean, you ever seen a Texas game? You ever seen an Ohio State game? You ever seen a Michigan game? The crowd is more live, livelier than the football. Yep. And it's more passionate. I mean, the NFL, uh, the NFL does have its passion, but it's not like college. So anyway, um, COVID, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll throw this one out there. I, I don't know if you're a fan of it, but you know, Kanye West running for president. And I don't know why people are believing into it and just going into it. Like again. Um, okay. Did you see the conference in South Carolina? No. Kanye West has mental problems. And if people don't realize that by now, let me kind of go a little bit backwards. I am not a Kanye West fan. I'm not a follower. I don't Kardashian or anything to that effect. But I am aware of pop culture. I know who he is. I'm from Chicago. I understand. I've listened to a couple of the songs, but again, I could not name an album, yada, yada, yada. I mean, again, I'm, I'm pop culture. opposite me. I'm pop culture friendly, but I'm just not like, I'm just not that into it. Now, that being said, I know that Kanye's mother passed. She passed suddenly and tragically after a surgery, an elective surgery that she had. Yes. I know that after his mother passed, Kanye's behavior became extremely erratic. Anybody who has suffered the loss of a parent or a loved one, uh, especially unexpectedly, 
um, there's problems. And there's this phrase, more money, more problems. Well, mm. Kanye has a lot of money. The Kardashians have a lot of money. They're on reality TV. He does music. He has money. He has married this family, not this woman, but this family who are attention-seeking, who are doing anything for, you know, views, hits, likes, and what have you. And a daughter is not self-made billionaire. Um, so here he is in the midst of this environment where there's not really any nurturing, there's not really any caring, there's no one who is looking out for his best interest. And he's going crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, legit. I think the man has... He needs some professional mental help. And... His family is actually... His uh, married family is actually trying, which I find... Which I find to be a little stunning his for me. Family? His married family. What's that? The Kardashians. Oh, they're trying to find him? They're help? trying to get him help and he's rejecting them. Now, that's saying a lot because, again, they're not all wrapped that tight either. But, again, Kanye needs help. The moral compass is, is if, spinning. If that's the moral compass, then you know it's really bad because these people have no morals. I'm sorry. If they're your favorites, I just my feelings, my opinion. So I kind of stand with that, too. Yeah, Kanye has, Kanye has mental problems, and, unfortunately, the only person who probably could have reached him is his mother. And she Me neither. She, uh, don't say it, she is not, uh, unfortunately, you know, here to kind of guide and steer her son, so he's just out there and probably wakes up with these harebrained ideas. I'm going to run for president. I've met presidents. A year later than the actual right. filing. I, I, I've, I've met presidents. I can be president. What, who among us who has not said at one time, hey, I can do, be a president, I can do the thing. He, he's somebody who, at this point in his life, because of his standing a lot of people don't tell him no they won't refuse him and that's a problem that i have because you know i uh a lot of people like sycophants believe it or not i'm not one of those people and you know the definition and me could just basically set a definition of sycophants you know they don't tell you no they hang on every word you say it's just like if i look at mika's shirt and i say that shirt is blue when it's actually pink and people believe me and hang on to every friggin' word. It's just like it's just like an orange face uh, person when he told people to drink bleach. You, they, when he told people to grab him by the wussy, you know, people out here like I, I never handsy. gave that. I never gave that heat. So yeah, well, that was a leaked tape. So uh, hmm. he did a lot more that he did worse. But that's not the point. well. That is the point. But the point is. But they hang on to the every word. Uh, Sickle fans. And that's the problem with Kanye West is that for somebody to say no, he won't look at you and go the other way. And him and uh, Orange Face, they they work similar like that. So, you know, it's not good to have a lot of yes people around you, even if you're at your worst, even if you're at your best. It's okay to have that person to say, well, I like it, but, uh, or I don't like it, but uh, just to be organic with it. It's the thing is, you would hope that's a real I, friend and i feel that there are people who were in a circle who probably did say hey listen you're you're hurting you're sick you're not right this is wrong and i feel that he excluded them fired them doesn't associate with them anymore um not listen because again this is an adult we're talking about it's not a child 40 something year old person and until and hopefully it does not happen but until 
he becomes a physical danger to himself or people around him, there's nothing anybody can do to stop him. Again, there's this thing called the Baker Act. You know, if he physically harmed himself or someone else, they could have him institutionalized for Ooh, 72 Lord. hours. But, unfortunately, again... Does that apply in California? That applies everywhere. Okay. That's a federal law. Um, that, that most every state has adopted because you want to... If there's someone who's in a mental duress or we're not sure if they're having a mental episode, that we can have them evaluated just to be on the safe side. You could, you know, say, oh, you know, I fall down and hurt myself or for some reason I have kitchen knife myself across the wrist and you're not sure. You know, you can have me Baker acted just to be on the safe side to make sure that I am not, you know, mentally um, having a crash. So... We can we can enact mental health laws in a second, but we can't enact stricter gun laws. Hmm. Show us it, it, it took it took uh, um, the Baker Act took uh, an attempt on a president to come to fruition. Um, Reagan, I think, was the president who was um, someone tried to assassinate and got the Secretary of State James Baker shot him instead, and that's John, where wait, it wasn't John Hinckley. No, that's that's Lincoln. What? No. No, wait, wait a minute. Uh, no, Lincoln. Link. John Hinckley was uh, Reagan. Lincoln was uh, somebody else. Booth. No, I don't know. John Wilkes Booth. Wait a minute. <laughs> it was John Hinckley. But Baker was probably named after the person who enacted it, who made up the no, act. James Baker was Secretary of State who got shot. That much. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay, it was named after him. Yes. But John Hinckley was, uh, was Ronald Reagan. Right. You tried to shoot him in Maybe 81. Reagan tried to get twice. I don't know. I mean, people were crazy. Well, then again, people are crazy today, too. So and that's why we have these acts. Yes, Ta-da. yes. You know. Full circle. Sorry. But anyway, um, I seen the South Carolina uh, conference, and that's when he said Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. She sent them to other Caucasian people to work for him so they can work for him. <sighs> and uh, the video was very... To me, that video was hilarious because not what he said, because of what the woman said behind the camera. Like, yo, we got to go. Mm. <laughs> but he came out running for president. It was an unorganized press conference. He had a bulletproof vest in South Carolina. And then he went into a rant about abortion and talked about how he, they almost consider aborting his oldest child in public. His child is seven years old. And broke down and cried, saying his father didn't want him, and he's about to abort his child. And, and people were enabling, "Oh my God, you're okay. You can still run. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like we're gonna have a president that, if we have some kind of big military situation or terrorism, whatever, he's gonna stand strong and break down and cry in two seconds." Okay, so there's, ugh, I got two thoughts on that. One, again, as we speak about who this is about. This is about Kanye West, who I really feel that has some kind of mental deficiency. So his show of emotions goes along that line of, um, yeah, in public, that this man is suffering and having mental episodes before, literally before our very eyes. But on the flip side, there's this thing where you have the the thought that men aren't supposed to cry men aren't supposed to show emotion men are supposed to be strong and that's where a lot i believe of 
the world is all twisted and messed up because y'all men hold it in you don't let it go you don't cry you don't show emotions you don't know how to show or express yourself and it all comes out in this explosion of terror violence and craziness let me say serial killers probably don't know how to express themselves because somebody told them don't cry as a child and beat them i know it's it's far-fetched and it's it's round it's out there but i'm saying that every man who's taught to not show emotions there is something lacking in them there's some compassion lacking there's some you know you don't know how to 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 act while women it's okay for girls to cry let it out and they had a song called big girls don't cry like what 50 60 yeah, years again, ago that's not a actual thing if you let me let me ask you were you encouraged to show your emotions no exactly ask me the same question were you encouraged to show your emotions absolutely and and it was and it was and it's looked upon for you uh because look, emotion watch me it's looked upon and if you showed your emotions you would look to be weak you would probably get in trouble growing up you know i'll give you something to cry for that that sound familiar to some folks you know, get that's, that's that's a little that's a little that's another situation. I mean, but again, this is a general out there for anybody listening. I, I guarantee you, somebody just went, "Yep," was told that same thing. And as a female, when I did not show emotion, you'd be like, "No, you're going to have to cry. You're going to have to get it out. You can't hold that in. You must forcing me to show emotions when there were none, and I still have none." Um, <laughs> That again. It's okay is, to stroke the emotion every now and then. Keep your hands off my emotions. Thank you. Uh, well, you know, just stroke it. Just no stroking anything. Massage it. Make no. it. Make it better. Give it a happy ending. Again. Let it the, flow. The the emotions don't have to flow if you don't want them to. Well, I'm gonna but, be I'm gonna be very explicit. I mean, for people out there, don't you have emotions when you're um, behind closed doors? We're talking about different emotions. Okay. Here. Right. You're, you're going off topic. All right. Um, but again, the the whole Kanye situation and the fact that we 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 laugh at him and I we did. be I'm just saying we laugh at him and we belittle him for crying and at the same time we go man he messed up we're 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 patting him on the head and slapping him in the face you know in the same kind of motion because. Okay. That right there is where the problem lies within not just you know us as as the people of color just in general because we're we're not taught how to express ourselves we're not taught that it's okay to you know if you're having mental health issues to go to a doctor to see a psychiatrist like you don't talk about emotions you you're not crazy don't act crazy I mean we grew up repressed and a lot of us do the same things and teach our children the same ways that we were taught the cycle continues and there's the problem so uh and this subject brings it back around to the speaking out movement so whenever you get accosted and you don't feel comfortable go talk and discuss it with someone who can help uh push further actions if it's still going along or just alleviate you out of your burdens basically don't feel that you have to hold it in 
nothing. Don't feel that you have to be afraid or scared. There's power in the truth. There's power in your feelings. Don't discount either of them. No, and and, and Mika's right. And um, apparently, I think I think at a 70-80% at this moment going forward, it's going to be a, uh, a wall of that. There are going to be some gatekeeping and some sexual assault or unneeded fondling uh, that's going to happen in the future. But hopefully we quell down the, the mass of it so far. There, there should have been a mass cleaning, like you said, a long time ago. And now it's up to everyone to look within themselves and to basically police the people around them. Some people don't know when they're wrong. And you have to say, hey, you're wrong. And um, you, you, you're actually right, Miko, on that. Because uh, sometimes it takes a group of people. We could say a joke and somebody walks into the group is like, oh, that's very offensive. Mm -hmm. and, it, and they'll push them back and they'll say whatever. And then just go back with it. So, um, yeah, man. Speaking of cleaning, uh did you see somebody uh, cleaned out WWE wrestlers making debuts in other companies? E C three. Okay. One of Mika's um, crushes now. Um, I've I've always enjoyed his work, um, but yeah, there is a, a host of people who that um, I don't have a good word for it. I was trying to think of something catchy. I was going to say the COVID canceled WWE wrestlers. Uh, that were released um, to, you know, keep keep the WWE's streamlined budget going. And also, Mika made a release of two people, and it's not confirmed, but I believe her more than anybody else. And that was the Good Brothers. Oh. Why they got released from WWE. Oh, yeah. And I told people. And what's funny is that they, even though they laughed, they kind of believed it. <laughs> I told him. I said the great Mika Domin strikes again. Man, look, I they just, dug him up and got they dug AJ Styles up and got fired. They, they dug up AJ, got fired, and now they all got heat. See, see what happened? But yeah, they a lot of um, those folks wound up on Impact Wrestling. Um, the Good Brothers, EC3, Heath Slater, Heath, um, Heath, and uh, Brian Myers, or. What was his name in WWE? Uh, Kurt Hawkins. There we go. I mean, you know, he was on TV enough to remember his name. <laughs> um, um, yeah, and um, so and also there was a uh, team. It was Hawkins and Ryder. That's the only way I remembered him. He was with Ryder. Speaking of speaking of the latter, he made his debut at AEW All Elite, which everybody saw coming. It's just a matter of when. Not only did he make his debut, there is a shirt out now. The Sweet Life of Zach crossed out. And Cody, you predicted that. I man talked about it, and look at that. Of course, you need to get your money. I'm not getting anything because they made it to TV first. Making it to TV first is yours. Yeah, but the concept of making the shirt. That's the, the wrestling business, man. If you make it to TV first, it's yours. They did it. Wait a minute, you said it before it got on TV. They made it to TV first. I didn't see the shirt yet, and plus, uh, um, Cardona and Myers, or Myers and Cardona, whatever you want, how you say it, uh, they got their own podcast. Uh, the uh, major major brothers major action figure pot they put it all together so um, I I said that Bron I think I said 
months ago that Myers would go into AEW just because of Cardona. But, and he didn't, which is fine because you, they're, they're both they're they're both uh, talented performers. Talented performers, solo wrestler. They don't need to depend on each other like other they, people. They have. weren't an actual full blown tag team. They weren't like the Hardys or the Dudleys or something like that. You know, the the Young Bucks where they needed to be together to make the Good Brothers. But the money is there though. If, if they do, I mean. The money's there, but again, they weren't known as a tag team. Like I just said, I needed Hawkins for Ryder, but honestly, a lot of people knew. Wait that. a minute, they they weren't a tag team, but they were like the major brothers when they first started, they, and then they were edgeheads. They weren't a real tag team, meaning their success did not come honestly and truly. People know Zack Ryder alone by himself. Mm. Okay, all right, all right. Like you know, all right. They, they, they were individualists more than anything. Yes, they were a tag team, but they were known individually more than their tag team performance. Like, they go, oh, eight years ago, they were a tag team. You go, oh, yeah, they were. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, they can do both. They can actually do both. Okay. They can be a tag team, and they can be uh, uh, solo, independent. And I said about Zack Ryder, he should have been released seven years ago because after that Kane, John Cena... Eve Torres storyline, he should have been gone because he was nowhere relevant Man, except for checks one. weren't bouncing. He got to buy all the action figures he wanted. He was in the JTG he section. He has the hottest Beyonce out there. The man's doing okay. He did not need to go anyplace seven years ago because he. You don't. Right you right. don't. You don't think he would have made a lot of money in Independence if he no. was released? No. After the the Z no. truth, the the YouTube show that put WWE out on YouTube because the WWE took that momentum and took his social media ideas and bastardized them and made them their own he got lost if lost or pushed down to hemp either either or are correct because the the mat the, excuse me the fact of the matter is that in the social media age now if he was perhaps doing vignettes and videos like an EC3 he might be the talk of the town or what have you but at this point he's not done anything and seven years ago nobody would have cared enough because he would have not i don't feel that he's okay. creative enough now seven years ago it would have been so cheesy and so hokey to be like uh, go away with this you know i don't know it's a, it's, a, it's an argument to make it's an argument to make because like out of the seven years he was intercontinental champion for one day uh, WrestleMania uh, 36. Slap in the face. And like, then, literally and truly, we need you to hold this and just get it to the next city. But it's also funny because uh, it's a cow- it's a Dallas Cowboys meme saying this guy had more championships mm-hmm. than the Cowboys out of his, you know since they had the stadium. And that's only a wrestling related because anybody else outside of wrestling would be like who? Yeah, pretty much. But I but I still think that Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder, whatever his name was going to be seven years ago, he would have made money, came back just like Drew McIntyre and had the success and sometimes in in wrestling there's people that i see in wwe and sometimes i like the character but they're not using them they're just uh fodder or whatever i just say let them go like you're not using them let that spot to somebody who's up and coming because wwe is a machine i said it about Shayna baszler Shayna baszler was built up like a killer from nxt then she goes to the main roster two weeks she was a killer then after that It was just whatever. Vince McMahon gave up on her. WrestleMania, whatever. We know the WWE does horrible with talent. That NXT is the place to be. And if you get called up to the main roster, nine times out of ten, 
you're going to be pooped upon. Well, that's nine times out of ten. There is a diamond in, in every rough, and you. Bray Wyatt is one of them. You you look at the the dice game and you keep rolling the dice until you get what you want. They got a Bailey. They got a Sasha. They got a Charlotte. Now you can call these all four and one or whatever. They got a Becky. Um, look at they got a Kevin Owens because Kevin Owens was in the NXT system. They keep rolling the dice, pulling up folks and doing what they want to do with them and either sticks or it slides and if they keep rolling the dice they're going to keep rolling the dice and just be happy they don't need to do anything more than what they're doing because what they're doing is creating their own stars their own brand and keeping their brand number one they've got no competition you know at least in their own mind you know it's funny you talk about nxt call-ups and you put kevin steen kevin owens as one of the diamonds in the rough that came out but i think personally with me kevin steen i don't count him because his following was from the ring of honors and the independence and going around sometimes some of those people that walk into the uh performance center with little to no independent i look at those as far as success like who um like one okay i don't find this one successful because i questioned was bianca belair when the Street Profits came up and they pulled her to the main roster, I thought it was hokey enough to put her with the Profits because everybody knows she's married to Montez Ford. And now, about a couple weeks ago to now. But has she had a match, really? <sighs> no. She's, she's, she's been main events don't count because it's not Raw, it's not SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Okay, main so, event and superstar somewhere they, along mean, the line is that. But I agree with you. Who even knows what, what station that comes to? That comes on I, TV I, or is it just on the network? It's on the network. I agree with what you're saying about main events and superstars. Right. It don't count. Cedric Entertainer is a uh, main Cedric event the star. Huh? You called him Cedric the Okay, so, excuse me. Cedric Alexander is a main event star on Superstars and Main Event, and I find that to be sad. But again, this we're, we're talking to NXT. He hasn't gone through NXT. He went right. Right to the classic to the main roster. He went to two hundred five live. Yeah, yeah, live yeah. Is a field yeah. experiment, so we don't we don't consider. They mailed it into it's, NXT. It's, it's, they they mailed it into NXT, but he was already gone before then. Yeah. So he doesn't count. So where's your your homegrown NXT superstar Alexa Bliss? Oh, definitely. But again, that's that nine times out of ten. You keep rolling the dice to yes. see what you get. Nikki Cross. Andy Star. Indie star, but I'm talking about people that but no, no, walk no, hold in. Indie star, but not enough of an indie star that she could have walked to the main roster. I, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it like this. They re, they rebranded her. They repackaged her. I'm, they made her into Nikki Cross. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going as far as the walk-ins. Now, if you talk about indie wrestlers that make the rounds on social media of being signed, I don't count them either. No, no, but again, we were talking about the what they're doing with their NXT folks, how they're pulling them from NXT and putting them on the main roster, and some of them are succeeding, quote-unquote. I was just picking bones when I said Kevin And some of them are failing. But again, we're talking about how that's going to, like how you said they're not using them right. Yes, they're not using them right because they... they are using them how they see fit, what they want. And and that was an issue, uh, that was a topic of EC3 on the Talk is Jericho podcast talking about that. And it was so many things going on, like the uh, the John Moxley match that they had that he was supposed to go over 
it didn't happen and he was what the JTG section where he was just in catering all the time and working out and the fact that EC3 went back to Impact Wrestling I found and shaved his head um, have you watched any of the videos yeah I've seen it all the I'm talking about his the, the, the propaganda videos the find your narrative or yes. control your narrative control your narrative yeah have I, you watched I, them all or just I've seen some of them okay but uh, the fact that he doesn't have the uh, hairstyle, then people started making the ugly uh, comparison between him and MJF, saying they're the same guy, which I never get uh, listened for that part. People are stupid, but here's the, the, the deal. But I like the fact that he he recreated himself. That's the whole point. That's what I was going to yeah. go with. The, the whole control your narrative, where here's somebody who, that was his second go-round in the WWE. His mm-hmm. first go round, you remember who he was? Jason Bateman. Uh, not Jason Bateman. Uh, <laughs> Derek Bateman. Jason Bateman's an actor, right? I but mean, but Derek Bateman. He, he was, was on the Internet NXT show. Had a love triangle that nobody knew about. Caitlin, Aiden, AJ Lee, and no, no, it was uh, it was uh, uh Maxine. Oh, I it, about it, Maxine. See, nobody knew about it. It was like Maxine right. or whatever. I, I and this was back in the day uh, before I got into this, and I was reading all those dirt sheets and what he said, what happened on NXT when it was an internet show, and Tyson Kidd was there. Um, that that that's what happened. But he was also Derek. I mean, no, that was what's his face. Derek Bateman. Derek, yeah, Derek Maven. He was uh, Mr. All American dude. All these red, white, and blue shorts and all this other stuff. Like, Jesus yeah, it was it was craziness. So here's a guy who first go around didn't work out let him go went to got to tna aka impact or whatever Mm -hmm. they recreated him into this top one percenter dixie carter's nephew put him in these smooth shoes gave him this stylish hairstyle oh you like that the man feels out suits and everything man feels out of suit well okay you want to see the picture i got in florida i've got a bunch okay so um but you know turn him into this different character goes back to uh, WWE and with this huge huge following I mean because again he was he had the, the videos he was the top man in TNA at the time he left he mm-hmm. was at the top of the pyramid so mm-hmm. to speak mm-hmm. get him back to WWE NXT nada nothing zip, zip zero he got a bit in NXT though I would say I mean a little bit but not enough because again this is somebody who walked in as the top of the heap and put him on the main roster and with no with with no build it was just next week no they gave build they gave that video showing his butt that was that was building up for me yeah i didn't see Uh, that video i saw the one where he was relaxing at a pool on top of a a building or something he there was one where he was changing his clothes or something like he was pulling off his females you hear this yeah it was it was very Again, just like the Batman suits when he was dressing up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, it was like that where he pulled off his pants or was pulling on his pants, oh. and he had his trunks on under it, and it was like it was like a butt shot. It was like the most ridiculous thing. I was like, "Are y'all gonna slide this butt shot in here?" I'm gonna pull, I'm I, pull the no. fan over to you. No, it was funny because I'm like, they're they're doing small little sexualized things without doing it. Of course. You're gonna get the male demographic. They're not all looking at his butt or whatever. Here's this dude. He's got a good build, whatever. But hook these females in. Quick, <laughs> half a second butt shot, and we're done. So I was just like, "Yo, this is crazy." So 
so there there was a bill there i mean i might have watched that video 500 times but the bill was there you think you think he was too beefy for vince mcmahon not at all the bill i i know i think ec3 I, world champion I, I females follow what it it was or is is because this is a person who was very creative and had ideas and would give them ideas and they didn't like it how you're going how are you going to tell me how to cook in my kitchen that's that's that mentality I, I, I hate that that's the mentality and I think that was part of the problem where their vision and his vision didn't match and he would say okay well let's try it and then they go you know sit down we'll get to you when we get to you and they just don't call us we'll call them. you Right. And, and and again, I, I stress this all the time. When it comes to creativity, let superstars have some leeway. If it doesn't fly with fans, then go back to the drawing board, whatever. Be on superstars. Be on the main event until something strikes up. Beauty of Say, Impact, they're letting him do his thing. They, um, He talked about it in one of the um, Control Your Narrative like after shows or whatever yeah. that he does with the creator. They talked about Impact wanted this version of him they didn't ask him to come in and change anything the videos that he shot um doing his own kind of promos or whatever they were like hey can we can we use that they wanted his his creativity and his input and, and i'm not going against impact and i love it if you're going to be that creative the same thing with matt hardy he became the broken one he just retired it and everybody fell for it and loved it. And to me, it was train wreck when it first started. And now Matt Hardy has like eight different characters. It was a train wreck, but it was one of those look at this craziness. Yes. And that's that's the key. It was creative craziness where you're like, I don't know what I'm watching, but I can't look away. It's just like the, uh, it was a promo between him and Jeff and they shot it in their uh, property. And I think the camera angles the was Hardy, so- Hardy, calm down. It was, this was when it first started. It was so bad. The camera angles was so bad. Then you got to the match, and everybody liked that cinematic mm -hmm. match. And that's what sparked the cinematic match concept for Impact. For uh, for everybody to for follow suit later down the line. Yes, and, and pretty much that was it. Those Omega Boys. Like I said, I stole that from Hurricane. Those Omega Boys are creative as hell. You just got to let them do their thing. And continue to give Jim Cornette heart attacks. But <laughs> but I I um the one thing that he had, the one thing I didn't like was when Matt Hardy came down to Chris Jericho he did the spots in the stadiums and they tried to do that and that was cut badly which I agreed with but um Matt Hardy retired the uh, broken gimmick I missed that I, there wasn't an announcement well it, it was like quietly he did it through his YouTube and social media. But Big Money Matt is still around. I mean, Matt's going to make big money whenever he lays up a pair or walks into an arena. Well, you never seen Big Money Matt. No. Okay, all right. Um, shout out to his family, his beautiful three boys. They just, he just he going to have like some wrestlers in the future. You seen Maxwell? Mac, um, Matt Hardy makes boys. Jeff Hardy makes girls. That's how they roll in their family. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but again, I stress creativity so much because it can go a long way if you. And I think what WWE is that if we own you, we quote unquote own you, we own it. We can tell you what to do, and they're That's independent it. contractors, which is. And anything you submit to them, and they take and make theirs. So that's also the problem. 
if I come with a idea and I'm in WWE and I say here's a pitch for a character or story a line a yada 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 they take that and they run it I can't go hey that was mine yeah you can only go on people's podcasts and say, yeah, I had this idea and I bought it up and that's what I did. Right. That's And this, they took it from me. And, and that's uh, it. But, but also, that's the way of the world and sometimes how things happen. Your idea becomes theirs. It's not, no, it's not notarized. It's nothing. It's just that I have an idea. Whoever makes it a TV first. Yes. Um, I, I stress that all the time. The Good Brothers, Sex Ferguson and um, who was the other guy? Uh... Uh, Sex Ferguson was the uh, Gallows and mm. Chad Too Bad. They put that on the uh, what was that 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 uh, South Pole show? South, South Pole Regional. Yeah. That took off. Everybody loved it. We still trying to wait for more episodes. Mm-hmm. Pulling our breaths over here collectively. Uh, again, WWE, WWE just like I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the place where creative comes to die. That's yeah. That's fair. Speaking of creative. A new concept, not really, in WWE has been created called Raw Underground. You mean a smorgasbord of independent wrestling ideas have been butchered, (laughs) bastardized, and served up Raw Underground? That is what you're talking about? I like that statement, but add video games and movies to that. Because for those who haven't seen Raw Underground, Raw Underground is basically Josh Barnett's and Matt, Riddle, Matt Riddle's Bloodsport mixed with Def Jam's Fight for New York, the video game, mixed with the movie Fight Club. That was Def Jam Vendetta more so than... Uh, well, the, the ring and stuff. Okay, yeah. But everybody loves Fight for New York, the, the yeah, second speak game. Speak for yourself. Go ahead. Are you serious? Fight for New York was better. Okay, well, it was Yo, more. Uh, you're wrong it opinion. was more. Ex- it was more expanded. Everything had a ring in Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, we don't talk about Def Jam Icon. But they're coming out with a new one. As long as they use the Aki engine, everybody's gonna love it. Um, the first week of Raw Underground was so. It was train wrecky. It was train wrecky. They had strippers. They had strippers. They had strippers on a PG hold show. On, hold on. Did they get naked? No. Did anybody throw money at them? No. How are you calling them strippers? We're just joking with this here. Oh, okay. I'm just sexy dancers. They 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 had dancers. Sexy dancers. I wouldn't even call them sexy, honestly. They were just dancers. Well, it was purple lights. Yeah, we were just dancers. Purple lights and 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 uh, uh, neon colors. Mm. Flashed that down while you had a hot sweaty ring full of hot sweaty men and women on the side. They were dancers. And a sweaty shame man who hosted it. Was that a there's an old Saturday Night Live skit where Justin Timberlake's we're the dancers? I mean, it just popped in my head. Sorry, is that the one? Is that the same one with the Beyonce gimmick? Yeah, I oh man, with the single ladies, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> anyway, yeah, they had dancers, they had sweat, they had uh, blood sport ripoff, they had uh, they had <laughs> fights, is what they are more akin to than actual wrestling matches because um, there were no ring ropes. There were a few wrestling moves, more so strikes, and anything goes type of rules where... And open commentary. Commentary? Again, independent wrestling. Commentary over a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those, those of you who have given the, tech. the privilege 
of uh, understanding why we were laughing. Um, as you watch these professional wrestling shows, you hear the commentators and they're sitting at a desk, a table, and you know it's it's you can hear them. It's not it's it's not open. It's not open. It's a unless you're watching a screen. Right. Well, some independent wrestling shows have commentary as well, but not to that same degree. Where there is somebody who has a a house mic where like the announcer would like come to the ring that person has that same house mic where everybody and their mother can hear oh God, every word they say it's except horrible. for typically those sound systems are horrible and it's <laughs> these are what these are i'm taking from cornette again these are outlaw mud shows that it's, they had it's 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 the worst it really is and it's funny because like, you didn't think about that part of it either until I said it, right? You're like, oh, hell, you're right. I know. But, um. I have been to at least about two or three of these shows. And one, I went with a local Maryland wrestler to Virginia for the show because, you know, to support and see him wrestle. And he was like in the main event, a six man tag. Most of that, uh, to my remembrance, it was two guys that owned a comic book shop in that town that was doing the commentary there was a desk uh, of the uh, commentators of the event I don't know why because it sucked but when they got to the main event it was like two colors mm. it was two colors with 10% play and it was like oh he made the move with the hip toss oh and I'm trying to concentrate on the match seeing my friend how in the match how dare you try to concentrate on a wrestling match while people are wrestling and, and you know they got in there oh he's in the ring oh and I'm just like the point of the matter is you don't ever listen to commentary if it's over the loudspeaker like when I do commentary depending on where I am I'm loud in general and people go oh my god we heard you and I'm like I'm so sorry because you never want to take away from the event and doing commentary over a live mic like that, I think, takes away from the event. Well, it's just it's just like what they say, like everything that you're supposed to focus on is on the ring, is in the ring, and everything else is just background and ambient. <laughs> background noise. And yeah. That commentary over mic is a lot of noise. Shaming man was getting a lot of noise. <laughs> you wanted Shaming man to get beat up when Listen, the hurt business uh, came uh, in. Again, Shaming man is has been a wrestler. He's been in a ring. He's done some crazy stuff why is it so out of the the ordinary to think that you know he's in the middle of this fight club that he not going you know lace up a pair of his jordans and jump his little butt up there and try to shuffle and fight the man with the worst work punches in wrestling history going to get I in mean, there maybe he wants to throw some real strikes well he does do mma on the side when yeah, he trains look at that see so, but but it was funny to me because the first week of Raw Underground was train wreck. The second one kind of had some legitimacy in the second week. So I kind of got with it a little bit by putting uh, people who are or were Actual in the MMA, MMA background. Right. So I'm looking forward to week three. Maybe we'll actually see some blood. I don't know if you've been on Instagram when Raw Underground came out and saw the pictures. Of Shane McMahon as the guy with the Def Jam Fight for New York logo. No, it's on my Instagram, sensational one. It's hilarious. And people make comparisons to the brawl to the ill-fated brawl for all. Because again, this is WWE and these are predetermined <laughs> work shoot fights. Fights. And Brawl for All was supposed to be this, you know, we, we know now if you already didn't know from just, you know Dark Side of the Ring. Right that these were predetermined matches and yada 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 so 
here we go and uh we i think we're supposed to suspend our disbelief and think that this raw underground is actually kind of more of a fight in anything that happened situation where it's not scripted when in fact it is scripted <laughs> again we're not supposed to know that we're not supposed to believe that we're supposed to think that Shayna Baszler got in the ring last uh, Raw Underground with Daba Kato that, you know, she could have squared up with him. That's what we're supposed to believe. That Not that, you know, the three workers, the females who were in the crowd, that, you know, one of those three was going to be their butt kicked turned out to be three or three. But, you know, we're supposed to just think that, hey, Shayna, she legit. She could square up. Mm-hmm. Again, she could have squared up with Shane. We don't know. It's crazy. Whoever she wants to fight. Not whoever was picked for her to fight. Hey, I was loving it when she was in the ring. It was, it was alright. I mean, I see better from her. I know it's not, it's not her fault. It's nothing bad, um, because but, it looked. But it's taking lemons and making it into lemonade. Right, exactly. Putting yourself in the situation because my personal belief with Shayna Baszler, I like her, and if indie wrestling was was around and more lucrative. I would think she need to go and she can make more money on the outside. Why do you keep putting people out? Shayna Baszler worked her ass off in Indies to get where she is right now. Yeah, but the and see, she's in a great spot. But she you, is. but you know the way that she was in NXT, she was built up so, so heavy. So here's, here's a problem with Shayna, and we didn't talk about this. What Vince McMahon? No, and yes, you know what Shayna's problem is? She's not Ronda Rousey. You know what the problem is that she's not Ronda Rousey? Because Ronda Rousey has a household name. Ronda Rousey has been on the cover of magazines. She's got that crossover appeal. She's done movies. all these movies and what have you. She's got that that look. She's a pretty quote unquote girl who does badass things and still looks cute. And got she a tart mouth too is a badass girl who does badass things who is not interested in being a pretty girl and that's what the problem is if Shayna Baszler had Ronda Rousey's appeal on a crossover level I think you would be singing a different tune I think the WWE would be doing different things with her and putting her out there just put her on red carpets and movie premieres on the cover of their magazines and their digital media and yada 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 but that's not what Shayna does that's well, not what she wants who does who wants that who's on the cover of their stuff who's their pretty girl she also has a name within the business she also has too many championships to be this new into the business in my opinion and no it's not new but Charlotte Charlotte's a girl and she's out having boob surgery. And she's just out because she was hurt. She was legit hurt. Okay. Um, so she got boobs in the meantime while she was, you know. Yeah, she needed rest anyway. Um, I think I've just grown to love for Shayna Baszler ever since I saw her with muscle cars and pit bulls. Exactly. I just, you, that, you can't pretty girl that. You can't put that on the cover of... Oh, man, that's of, awesome, though. ...of uh, People magazine. That, you, that it's not gonna happen. Her with a muscle car and a pit bull. It's not gonna happen. Oh, I would love that. Pit bull, especially. You got people like, oh my god, pits are da, da, da. again. Come, come on. Again, come. you gotta remember the WWE is not about wrestling. They're about entertainment. I, they're I, about, irony. And they're about bottom line dollar business. They fire those people for bottom line dollar business. They are out here putting these pretty girls in these places. For bottom line dollar business 
wait till Becky has this baby. Oh wait, when they announce the baby, who got an exclusive? People magazine. Well, actually, you speaking of babies, uh, Becky didn't have her baby. Rhonda, I think, is still trying for her baby. But Hall of Famers got babies in the same day or in a day apart. Day apart, and that's they're the not Bella Hall twins. of Famers. WWE Hall of Famers. They're not Hall of Famers. WWE there was no Hall of Fame this year. They actually weren't inducted. What? What did they say? SummerSlam, but I guess that was next. Uh, I mean, I, to my belief, the British Bulldogs in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Can I be selective about that? You could, but let's not put these Bellas. Oh, see, there's yeah. another B that was coming on that one, but I, you know, you, I get, I guess, I gave it up for uh, pretty girls doing these things, and you get an exclusive, and they're working with E. WWE is getting producing producing credit again. I gave it up for Brie when she married Brian Danielson. So give up Brian for marrying Brie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Flat Bella, <laughs> Booty Bella. She was Booty Bella. She had a booty. She had more of a booty than uh, uh, the other one. I used to say Nikki was booby and uh, uh, Brie was Flat Bella. Cause Brie had the the tramp stamp tattoo on her front, and she had a little butt going, just a little one. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing you could write home or write on. I know she let a nipple out years ago, but that's neither here nor there on TV. I did not need to know that. Hey, you talk about EC3 butts and everything. I'm telling you what I saw. I'm just running commentary. You sound a little excited about a boot. But, anyway. but, but, you know, to both of our chagrin, WWE is supposed to be PG. It's supposed to be this family network. And pushing, pushing hits every now and again on their television. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, but anyway, um. I mean that's that's raw underground. Um, so it's I guess it's coming along just like the Matt Hardy Broken Universe uh, train wreck that's coming, and uh, still Mika is waiting for uh, Shane to get in there and knuckle up, even though he's the host of the show. And then it was his idea. Who said he was the host? Who and, said he was the host? He's just hosting. He could be a competitor. Again, this is Shane. Again. I don't think he wants to. I bet you. I'm a near owner. fifty year old I'm man with diverticulitis. I mean, have we not seen Ric Flair in the ring way past the time that he should have been in the ring? Ric Flair had to die uh, before he had nearly died before he retired. Again. And he just got punted in the head. Again. Okay. How old is he? Seventy one. Shane's still shuffling, so let him get his <laughs> oh butt God, in there. Shane's shuffling. Right. All right. Um, speaking of that, uh, there was a unfortunate passing over the weekend. Uh, Kamala, the Ugandan giant. I will say a wrestling legend because he made a lot of money with that uh, character instead of Sugar Bear Harris. Passed away uh, Sunday, I think. Uh, people say it's COVID, but it was cardiac arrest uh, from the diabetes. From the you know he got COVID from his uh, dialysis visits. Really? They believe that it was that because he, he makes weekly visits or multiple visits for dialysis because he had diabetes and had both his legs cut off. And then he passed away over the weekend, had uh, diagnosed with COVID that Wednesday and died Sunday. And he had a cardiac arrest, but I believe that it was cardiac arrest instead of COVID. But, you know, hospitals are going to pad his death is one of them. The uh, websites are going to pad his pad COVID as part of his death because COVID is the thing of the year in 2020. 
COVID is the year in 2020. Um, Can you believe that if we have uh, nephews and nieces, we're going to tell them about 10 years later that uh, we're in a post-apocalyptic from COVID-19? Damn, you just apocalyptic. <laughs> I mean, that we're not far off from any days. We really, really aren't. And I don't want to be right, but I don't think I'm wrong. Um, yeah. we're, if we're at the end of days, then I need to get my affairs in order. You should have been having affairs in order, sir. 2020 started off with a, a bang, and we're about to bust out. This is this is it. I might have to bust out the ring on somebody. God, is that getting your affairs in order? That's one of them. I like to die married. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, yeah, COVID this year, 2020, the passing of Kamala, the passing of just everybody. It's just tragic. There's a couple of COVID deaths in wrestling somewhere. I know the referee that refereed Hogan versus the Iron Sheik when Hogan first won the world championship, he died. Yeah. Um. But there's a lot going on, and, uh, you know, Mika's, I'm glad that uh, Mika and I caught up. We actually didn't talk, but we caught up on this uh, podcast, per se. This, it, that's kind of what the podcasts are for, to have open conversations about events. I know, and, you know, we have busy schedules, and I know in the future I'm going to have to go at it alone, which I'm going to hate. Because uh, people like Mika Villas, they like to hear that female. Started this way, like they, they like to hear that female point of view, and plus, two people on a podcast is better than one. I just have a point of view. Why does it have to be male, female? It's just a point of view. Well, also, you're professional. Yeah, I try. Sometimes you I do various podcasts. You do the nerd cast. I do a lot. It's crazy, and you know, it is what it is. People I, like I, listening, and we appreciate that. Both of us appreciate it. I'd rather have an independent uh, professional, I would say contract, independent professional instead of having to... Good God, I just pay my indie contract y'all. Into, instead of interning someone and have them to have learn to ropes. my health insurance? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Hey, pal. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we, we kind of need... You know what? We, we talk about this Black Lives Matter. What about wrestlers matter? We need like the health insurance. Oh, so you know. Tony Khan is like paying people when they get hurt. That's taking care of their medical bills. Awesome. That's good. As he should. As he can because he has the funds to do so. Wrestlers need a union. And over in the UK, they have started and joined in um, as far as unionization goes. Because wrestlers are not just sports um, background people. They're also entertainment people. Uh, I cannot think right now of the name of the uh, coalition that is helped and helped them unionize. But um, Sugar Donkerton, aka Pineapple Pete, is a I part. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> See? Yeah. <I> know. <laughs> but he is a part of that union. That's great for those workers over in the UK, but here in America, we have to do better on so many levels. That's just one of them. Is he is he still doing AEW? I didn't see him a couple times on um, in the audience. I believe his run with AEW is now complete. Um, He's gonna make some money too he, once conventions come back. Yeah, the the whole the AEW thing. Uh, if you go to uh, his social media, and I'm going to mess this up, but he is Sugar Dunkerton or Sug D S U G E D. Um, you can look him on Twitter, Facebook, what have you. Uh, he did mention that he was no longer a part of AEW, that his opportunity was literally, every time you saw him, he was not supposed to be there. 
the opportunity came where he just kind of, you know, kind of did a ride along, showed up and got on. And he was on Jericho's show explaining all that mm -hmm. and talking about how, you know, uh, QT Marshall uh, called him down and he had the shirt and Chris Jericho was com commenting for hours on tapings and he just kept going in on him and, and, it, and it kept yeah. snowballing and uh, the shirt ideas started coming out and him with the hair and the tights and the, the music and it's and again with creativity is opportunity also you know you taking full because I didn't know that when I met Sugar Dunkerton I was at the AWE show in Georgia that he was like on his way out like he was in a dark place and, and I mean this is what he said on the podcast mm -hmm. I'm going by that yeah. that it took Alex Shelley to bring Brian right and I was just like, man, you know, because I've been wanting to meet the guy for years. And that match, Alex Shelley versus Sugar Dunkerton, is available if you go to, uh, yeah, I'm going to plug. Keep plugging it. I'm, I'm doing commentary on that match, and it is a fantastic match, and that's just not me saying, but mm -hmm. Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment on their YouTube channel. If you go to that, you can also check for links on their Facebook page, Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, or ATL Wrestling on Twitter. I will share it also. That, that match is fantastic between Shelly and um, Shug, and it's, I think, a testament to both of them as wrestlers, as performers, because this was a big match for Shug, and it was on one of the biggest shows of the year. It was on show of the year. That's the, the Super Bowl of Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, and Alex Shelly world-traveled, and honestly and truly, Anybody who looked at our roster would have assumed that not Shug would have gotten Alex Shelley. Like, we had ACH, it would have been ACH or Shelley in any other, I think, promotion. I think so too. And that didn't happen because Shug not only deserved or needed that match, but Shug was the right person because he's that kind of performer to go in there and be able to, to put on a show and tell a story in an opening match. Opening yeah. matches usually are just, yeah, throwaway matches, two guys you don't know. Or and sometimes it could be the match to get the crowd right. up and hype. So it depends on what show you go to. And you just brought another point. I, we just talked about creative, creativity, opportunity, and putting people over. Right. Being, uh, uh, un, I, I'm saying, unselfish to put people over. And that's the basis. And those are the keys in uh, entertainment, wrestling, and in life that you have to learn by. Because um, it was a good match. I couldn't believe it. Again, I was more into uh, Sugar Dunkerton because I heard of his name. And I saw the movie uh, Semi-Pro, which was Andre 3000's character, Andre Benjamin. And I thought... And I told him to his face. I thought it was like a knockoff of that character, but he was actually, he embodied that character. He made it into something else. So, um, you know, shout out to him. I'm going to share that video. Um, you know, I wish him well. Hope I see him later when the world opens back up somehow. Um, when the world gets back to semi-normal. Shout out to uh, Faye Jackson, who was on uh, AEW. Um, Television. I think she was an audience member. I think I don't think she had a match yet. That's that aired. They said that's not her. <laughs> that's, you see that milkshake. That's obviously her. Um, shout out to Rebel Reba, who's who was up there, who uh, did a fantastic job playing a novice. Um, uh, Big Swole, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. 
Shoot, I don't know. Lots of talented names. Uh, Serpentico. Uh, Snake, Snake Man. Man. He's he's very entertaining on Facebook. I miss him. I de- I deactivated my Facebook account and just like I miss, he's one of the guys that I miss. Yeah, but he's not in my algorithm, so I gotta like like ten of his stuff so I can show back up. Um, and also, Alex Shelley is a Impact Tag Team Champion now. The Motor City Machine Guns are back, baby. One of the greatest tag teams in Impact Wrestling. It was a, it was a good match against the North, and, and shout out to Ethan Page for uh, working out hard and changing his body up. I'm about to watch the video in a second. Um, I got to put that interview out soon because um, we had the bad news, and I think we said in the last episode that the unfortunate news was that Russell Cade is not happening in 2020. Um, Shout out to Tracy Myers, Brian Hawks, uh, Will Hall. They they put it together by July. Everything is coming together, and and I don't know about you, but I plan my trips ever since July. And it's just been a blast. And I just want to say F you COVID for messing that up for me. Yeah, just based on the state of the world and to make sure that things like go smoothly um, and nobody is committed to, you know, hundreds of millions or thousands of dollars um, in like rentals for this, this hall, this convention center, these flights and what have you. Wrestle Gate was canceled because right now, again, we live in a COVID world. Things are not shaky, not shaky, but just crazy. Shaky and crazy, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Wrestle Gate was canceled, but the Wrestle Gate um, still can kind of live on in your hearts. They are selling, uh, auctioning memorabilia from Wrestle Gate's past um, because, again, they take a large portion of proceeds and donate. Um, to various charities so you can go on WrestleCage Twitter just look up WrestleCage mm-hmm. you'll find them that WC logo is plain and beautiful as day um, or if you got Facebook you can check out their Facebook page exactly they, they do that too and um, you know there's some really good stuff that I saw I'm like eh, I might have to see if <laughs> I can dig into the piggy bank y'all um, and 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 a, scenario, and a couple of conventions are doing. I know MCW is doing a virtual meet and greet, which I'm not into because, you know, COVID has uh, messed everybody up. But think about that interaction, like the virtual meet and greet. I'm assuming it's kind of a Zoom maybe type of deal. Yeah. And that's I've, I've done Zoom. and I'm like, it's more intimate. Like I felt weird doing my zoom thing because i was like everybody's in my house <laughs> you know they're, they're right you, that, you that, that birthday party that you went to i mean this it's just so like whoa that you're you're right there these these smartphones these computers you got some good cameras on man i'm like i need to go put a, some makeup on y'all y'all see too much it ain't also so, somebody you gotta have good internet connection to I, I mean and again if you're smartphoning it that's virtually built in so um, but also, um, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm more of a physical interaction guy. I don't mean to play a point on that, but it's just that, you know, it's the human body and it's emotions. And even if I show very few emotions being Shinblade, that human interaction and meeting people and having fun. That's why Russell K was always fun to me because it was so intimate. You know, we, we go there, we meet people, we have fun. It's like, oh, we haven't seen you since, uh, um, 
Lots WrestleMania. Of, lots of hugs and touches. That's why we got COVID now. Let me stop. <laughs> see, I want to see that would be more. I push that bleep button on you. On that mm. But no, it's it's just that um, it's intimate. You know, there's a party after. It's uh, an intimate time with a bunch of people, with hundreds of people. You gotta. It's like, weird. It's it's. it's it's a convention, and mm-hmm. it's not small by any means. So when you say intimate, just for people who have not gone, it is intimate where you literally bumping shoulders, bumping shoulders with your favorites. Your favorites are bumping shoulders with their favorites because a lot of you know we know wrestlers and independent wrestlers and people who've you know been on TV or whatever, whatever, and to watch everybody kind of interact and to see the kind of reactions of someone like oh my god there's this legend you know and this legend to go hey that's that kid i saw you know it's really a great time and then you have again the fans in the midst of all that all of us with our heads on the swivel going oh my god i don't know where to start who do i talk to ah and i'm and and not to go into my personal as far as my personal affairs i shouldn't believe but i made a lot of connections last year uh and some deep connections one was with uh chris van Belee who does uh, interviews. Uh, I met uh, Caitlin Celeste Bonin. And what's funny was, I didn't even recognize her because she was so damn small. She's not as big as you thought she was. No. Uh, yeah. You know, TV. TV. Right. But but also, um, that was the last event of Shad Gaspar. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of bittersweet because um, I had a fun time. DJ Dells did the video, and um, I still remember it to this day, and it still hurt me a little bit. Not not only that though, but the fact that how how Shad went out, you know, because that happened to a Glee actress the same, almost the same very, way. Very, yeah. This again, twenty twenty is a horrible year, but there's these these horrific deaths, kind of I think underline what it means to be a good parent and a person. Um, mm-hmm. Nara Rivera and her son were swimming um, when uh, unfortunately this lake, this body water, whatever, I guess the current's too strong in it and she literally used her last efforts to get her son back onto that boat mm-hmm. and unfortunately she did not make it. And Like Shad again, um, in a body of water, current's strong and last efforts are, you know, save my son. So mm-hmm. they're it's just this this unfortunate tragedies that are happening to people who a lot of us have um, had some kind of connection to, whether it you've met them in person or just watched their work on television or listened to um, Naya, who had an album as well as being an actress. She was a singer, of course, Glee being, you know, Glee being Glee, but just having these people who some way are their... Um, had a spot in your life and to know their tragic ending is it's, it's tough it's hard i mean you said the shad thing hurts you i'm hit right now because i was not expecting to bring a knife up and i'm like are you a glee fan oh big time okay <laughs> like to the point where i i have the i have glee songs in my phone um right and there is i just like jane lynch that the song there's a song like you know music plays at work at some jobs and my song my my job has a music and the song if i die young oh so here's here's where it gets worse naya rivera covered that song in glee i forgot a feeling you were saying that and it 
plays at my job constantly. Like, is, is it very cryptic? Like, if, if it ever it, matched it, together, could it, oh, could it be it's, very it's cryptic? Oh, it's super cryptic. Like, okay. The, so Th- here's, these, are, here's, these are two different here's, here's, situations. Here's, here's how, how bad this is for, for me personally, being a Glee fan. Oh, let it out. How Nia passed. Nia sang that song on the episode of Glee that was dedicated because of the death of Corey Montauk, who played Finn on the show, the quarterback. Okay. That was the name. He was the quarterback, and the name of the episode was the quarterback because okay. he tragically killed himself. Nia sang that song that. to him, and then she dies young. Not only that, they found her body on the anniversary of his death. Yeah, so, it's pretty... Oh, that's weird. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta yeah. YouTube that alone. Like, that, and the song is, it is, it is... It's a sad song in general. And now to hear this beautiful voice who was taken sing that song, I am about to cry. And I got no, 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 okay, all right. We're not Danny's on emotions. We're not. We're not on camera. No, no. I'm just like. You can let you out. I can't. I got too much makeup. There. It's stuck. No. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where it's just like, wow. You know. So you said too young to die by Naya Rivera. Uh, if I die young. If I die young, I will YouTube that by myself and I'll. Oh, no, you, you can play that. it. I'll, I'll, I'm not doing it on the show. Not now. <laughs> no, that's copyright infringement. We'll, not, you know. We'll, well, yeah. Uh, flag Facebook, whoever. Yeah. It. Um. I don't want to bring this down to a to a sad note, but I'm gonna I'm gonna run this show to an end. And while this COVID business is going on, cases have sparked up in certain states, and cases are reverting back to phase one or stage one or mm-hmm. you know whatever. And also, COVID nineteen coronavirus is also affecting people's mental health. Um, I will say personally, with me, it is affected with mine because you know you can't do certain things that you want to do. You know, uh, most of us are teleworking or going out and working as far as our personal, personal lives. But, you know... You, if you have a personal life, because right under Corona, you can't do a lot of stuff to, to have a personal life. And, so. and, and I will be honest with people, I am spending time playing PS4, catching up on stuff. <laughs> and it, it's playing to the mental health that, you know, you want to go out, you want to have fun, you want to run, jump, skip, and play... Uh, as an adult even as an adult (laughs) even and mental health is taking over and I wanted to tell people that whoever's feeling mental health and and also with the uh, politics that people try to equate politics with a germ and the virus which is stupid um, that if you are feeling some type of way and that you are feeling at your low point don't be afraid to talk to somebody the Black Lives Matter episode I felt a certain type of way and I called Mika Villas to help me out in a way. So if you feel some kind of way, y'all reach out, call me. It's fine. I, I don't. I don't mind because mental health and general well-being is important. And I'm not joking. I'm. I'm a hundred percent serious with this because I understand when people feel like this closed in. This like quarantine is keeping people feeling like they're on lockdown. Like they're people aren't used to that people are social people they're animals of you know a whole different nature and you can't be social you can't go out here your mental is not set to handle 
being alone for long periods of time or not being able to find the joy in going for you know walks or in clubs or in bars or in this or in just I, I get it I understand like it's great for introverts but most of us are extroverts and, and, and the, the funny part is like I, I thought about this like this week somebody asked me it was like because you know I'm I, I say I'm new to the area somebody was like well how's Baltimore treating you and I'm like you know what I don't know I don't go anywhere and I thought about it I was like well you know what I really wouldn't go anywhere. I go to wrestling shows. That's kind of all that I do as far as the out goes. And I didn't realize that I was missing anything mm -hmm. or any experience, so to speak, because I also work a lot. So I'm working a lot. Personal life. Um, I, I work a lot, and it's just kind of how it is, and it's always been like that. And wrestling was just like... It wasn't work it was an outlet but it also depending on the situation it was also work so I'm like I'm just working and then I'm like wow I'm not missing any social interaction because I'm still at my place of business around people I'm still able to be myself I'm not missing any extra interactions outside of you know sweaty locker rooms <laughs> That's pretty much. Sweaty, sweaty locker rooms and toilet humor well my locker room is Thankfully, the toilet humor is at a bare or minimum. Or sophomore humor. The bare, bare minimum. Our, our locker rooms are more interested in drinking, but that, I digress. Uh, uh, so, I gotta get the bouncers. Yeah, I just, I understand how people are missing those other aspects, and I would want somebody to reach out and talk and, and even kind of like arrange if we need to arrange a play date <laughs> you know something to get you out hey. and about or whatever um and if even if it's something you know digital like we talked about zoom or what have you something where we're going to be as normal as we can or back to our norm and be safe I, i'm all with that and and you know um like i said it's not i mean it's a great time to reach out i mean and it's not like everybody's busy 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 like going out and having their affairs and you know whatever their and entanglements back to entanglements see how we bring their back full circle i could use one um but <sighs> but really it's important because i personally with me if it wasn't for all this wrestling and what i do being shin blade my mental health and peace of mind is the best thing ever in my own life i can give all this up i can give up friendships i can give up material things as long as i have the peace of mind nothing can stop me so um i'm gonna bring it back up a little bit so I, we gotta we gotta have some little nothing positivity to it yeah sorry can't stop won't stop there you go <laughs> so um i'm gonna close the show out for a bit uh mika you want to give them your information where they can reach you social media me i am mika villas m-i-k-a b like victory I-L-L-E-S-That's-On-Your-Twitter-That's-On-Your-Facebook-That's-Even-On-Your-Snapchat-I-You-Know-Honestly-I-Have-A-Snapchat-A-Lot-But-You-Snapchat-Me-I-
digital media like that. If you ever catch any of my lives or go back on my Facebook and watch my lives, I was TikToking before it was cool, kids, okay? But yeah, um, that's how you reach me. Um, I've been reach- trying to get Mika OnlyFans, though. But it'd be like Cardi B, though. I, I don't understand that reference as far as OnlyFans. Well, goes. you know how you know how people like OnlyFans, like you know, women do it. They, they sell news and all that. But there are women out there that don't do that. It's like exclusive content. I oh yeah, well I could probably anyway anyway reach out social media. You can get some fans on, can get some fans on OnlyFans. I doubt it. Nobody oh. nobody cares about me. It's all smoke and mirrors, y'all. Or we could put Mika Villas on Patreon, which is more professional, I would think. Okay. I just don't do anything. See, I mean, see, make if, it if, if 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 you okay, here it is. Anybody wants me to get an OnlyFans? Somebody other than you, Shenblade, tells me go ahead and get an OnlyFans. I'll subscribe or whatever. Then I'll go ahead and do it. But if nobody says anything, I'm not doing it. That's true. She got to make some money to get it. Um, <laughs> well, it sound, that sounded very wrong. It but sounded. It, yeah, that sounded horribly wrong. But, but I'm saying, though, in order to be lucrative with the patron and older fans, What was yes. that movie with Jennifer Lopez and all the hustlers? That sounded very I have hustler. that on that, my hard drive. That sounded drive. very hustler. Like, I felt like I should get my whole routine together with a pole and everything the way you said that. I mean, don't sure. Make me, don't make me turn it on after this. Listen, I refuse to get a routine with a pole. I got a chair. Anyway. <laughs> I got a chair right here. Let's go. All right. Stop. Alright, so anyway, you can catch Mika Villas on social media. You can catch the Sensational One Shinblade at Official Shinblade on Facebook, Sensational One on Twitter and Instagram. S H I N S A T I I'm laughing at Mon Joe. I O N A L O N E. I will post it on my pages. You hear this episode. I have future interviews. I have Ethan Page. I have Baby Doll. I am trying to uh, arrange an interview with an English uh, hip-hop artist. I have to do that over Skype since he's across the pond. I have a lot more material. I may be doing episodes by myself depending on the schedule. Um, But uh, you would never see a Shinblade on OnlyFans. (laughs) But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, for your first time listeners. Thank you for the last time listeners. Thank you for those who have been holding on. Mental health is number one. Remember that. For Mika Villas, I am the Sensation One saying peace. Bye.